This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. This is a podcast hosted by Wakato Environment Centre or Go Eco. We are a voice for the Taio environment, a centre for ako learning and a catalyst for change. Hipuna Kōrero shares the aspirations and mahi of our team and community as we work towards a vision of healthy environments and thriving communities. Wā whakamutanga. Harvey Orton is the community organiser for both Predator Free Hamilton and Project ECHO and joined us to talk about the role of citizen science for the Predator Free 2050 goal. Citizen science may not be as exact uh, as academic or professional practice, but community involvement in this movement is the best opportunity we have to reach our goals of removing rats, stoats and possums as a threat to our native species like tui and bellbirds. You can whakarongo listen to that podcast from freefm.org.nz or from your favourite podcast platform. Search for Hipuna Kōrero. You'll also find our podcast in a tab at the top of the Go Echo Waikato Facebook page. E tenera, I'll share some news, uh, some highlights for 2021, and if we have time, some personal reflections on my connection with the tile. Now, pitu pitu kōrero tēnei. A judicial review has been filed against Waka Kotahi, or NZTA, over their $24 billion transport plan, which fails to prioritise the reduction of emissions in line with the government policy statement. Chair of Movement, Christine Rose, says the government policy statement, GPS, on Land Transport 2021, has the specific requirement that NZTA reduces greenhouse gas emissions. However, NZTA continues its bias towards roads and continues to approve transport projects that will increase emissions. That's why we are asking the High Court to quash NZTA's $24 billion National Land Transport Programme for 2021-24. The action has been taken by Movement, a charitable alliance of national organisations who support safe and accessible active transport for all New Zealanders. The alliance includes Grey Power, Cycling Action Network, Living Streets, Aotearoa, to name just a few. We'll keep you posted. A vaccine pass for Go Eco and Go Eco Food Rescue Kaivolution. A key organisational objective of Go Eco is to uphold and honour Titiriti o Watangi by embodying the responsibility of being a Tangata Tiriti organisation and supporting mana whenua perspectives in Pākehā dominant spaces. This means that we recognise the intergenerational impacts of colonisation and driving health inequity and our obligation to support and protect whānau, hapū and iwi for our collective good. A large proportion of the work we do at GoEco is community-based. We frequently come into contact with vulnerable communities and other community-based services. 
the health and well-being of our staff, volunteers, visitors and the communities we work with are very important to us and we consider it to be vital that we do all we can to minimise the transmission of the virus among our staff and into our communities. Vaccination has been identified as one of Aotearoa's key policies to help minimise the harm that COVID-19 can do within the community. For this reason, GoEco has decided to implement a vaccination policy for all our staff, volunteers and visitors. This includes any contractors who need to access our site as part of their work. All our staff and volunteers will be required to be vaccinated and we will implement a vaccine pass policy for visitors and contractors who visit us or attend any event that we host. This policy came into effect on the 15th of December 2021. When visiting our site or attending an event we are hosting, please have your My Vaccine Pass ready for our staff to check or scan. We thank you for your support, understanding and patience as we all adjust to this new system. This is a difficult time and constantly evolving environment. This policy will be reviewed regularly in line with the government announced changes. In enhancing wetland areas, restoring the mana complete change of pace, enhancing wetland areas, restoring the mana of a famous natural spring, maintaining a native plant nursery and protecting native species by reducing predators all feature in a tranche of conservation projects backed by funding through the government's Jobs for Nature programme. What really impresses me about these projects is how they strive to build on existing conservation work or seek to recover lost natural heritage, habitats or important taonga species alongside a commitment to train up new staff, Conservation Minister Kitty Allen said, which includes Mangaiti Gully. A Hamilton-based organisation has received $653,359 for weed removal and riparian planting over three years in a gully within the city's boundaries. Led by the Mangaiti Gully Restoration Trust and supported by the Wakato Environment Centre or Go Eco, that's us, it aims to enhance the Mangaiti Gully, part of Hamilton's extensive gully network. The majority of work will be undertaken by a small team of four staff, including trainees and offender employment roles, overseen by the Trust and supported by Hamilton City Council's Parks and Recreation Unit and the Department of Conservation. The four team members will be offered WinTech courses for work-related training and personal growth. The Trust have a number of valued volunteers who will also be contributing to the success of this restoration project. It's now time to give a shout out to Wakato Living Wage Aotearoa New Zealand for their long-term commitment to the campaign to pay bus drivers a living wage. Over the years, we've proudly supported members of our team to contribute to the living wage movement as community organisers, communicators, educators, agitators and advocates. We've also walked the talk by paying all of our staff at least a living wage and making our own submissions to the Waikato Regional Council on the issue. Livable incomes are an expression of our values and the first ingredient to widespread community engagement and climate action. Our public transport service is critical for climate adaptation as we move to reduce transport emissions. So it's wonderful the people providing that service are being acknowledged and are finally on a livable income. Thank you to everyone involved, past, present and future. 
Time for a, a song break before we come into uh, an overview of some of our uh, bigger projects and some of the successes that we've had in 2021, particularly given the challenges that we uh, as a nation and uh, internationally have experienced this year. So I know that you've heard this before on the show, but given it is the top uh, song on my Spotify playlist for 2021, I thought it appropriate and uh, hope that you enjoy it and uh, listen to the lyrics as well. You're listening to Hipuna Korero on Free FM.
didn't cut that off very nicely, did I? Kia ora anō, ke te whakarongo mai, kweki puna kōrero. Uh, the whiter you just heard was Mighty Invader from Troy Kingi off his Holy Colony Burning Acres. And I think uh, personally if there's an album that I guess uh, influences and inspires uh, me, that's that's it. That's one of them. So if you do get the opportunity to check out the full album, please do. It's uh, it's it's brilliant. Um, as we look ahead to the year, uh, look to the year ahead. I thought it'd be helpful for you to hear a little bit about some of our bigger projects and what's in store for next year, 2022. As you know, our largest climate action project is Food Rescue, also known as Kaivolution here in the Waikato. In 2021-21 financial year, we rescued 475,748 kilos of edible food from supermarkets, orchards, food distributors and caterers. That's up from 348,465 kilos the year before. I'll let you do the math there. Instead of this edible uh, food going to landfill, which is wasting the resources that went into growing or producing it and uh, creating greenhouse gas emissions as it breaks down, we rescue it and redistribute it to people around the Wakato through crisis services, marae, free stores and charities. It alleviates hunger in the short term and gives access to free food for anyone who wants it. I think that's one of our uh, point of differences and something that I'm really proud of uh, in terms of the kaupapa for Go Eco. We don't gatekeep. We don't bank it. We don't ask people to apply or limit the amounts that they can have, which is mana enhancing. Now, speaking of food rescue, we know demand for kai significantly increases over the Christmas New Year period, a time when unfortunately there are limited food bank services or free stores available. We want to reduce the disruption of kai getting to our communities as much as possible, so we'll only close for this, uh, the actual and observed public holidays. Our team need a rest too. The food rescue will continue to go to crisis services in Patakakai over the two-week period where most people are closing for holidays. We urge everyone else to make use of Here to Help You to access food parcels or any other essential service that you need. You can submit a request online through their website, uh, heretohelpyou.nz, or uh, by calling 0800 568 273. So you can go to here to help you online and request help uh, via their form there or you can call their free phone 0800 568 273. You need to clearly state your name, your contact number, where the help is needed and give a brief outline of the help that you need. One of their team will get back to you. Please keep an eye out on the Facebook page of your nearest free store for updates on their uh, reopening hours in the new year. While Food Rescue is a climate action and alleviates short-term hunger, it is not an aspiration of our food system. Food sovereignty is. It focuses on food for people, localised food growing systems, knowledge and skill development. It is an intersectional model of environmental health, social equity and cultural integrity that places food as an essential human right and abundance as an opportunity. Abundant, healthy food systems do not produce waste. Food sovereignty is an act of resistance. 
For this, we hold regular food growing workshops, which prioritises soil health, biodiversity, water storage and saving, seed saving and sharing, and encouraging communities to connect to share abundance from their gardens and pantries. We have enough. We just need to distribute it better. I don't have dates to share with you for workshops for the new year, but we'll let you know as soon as they are locked in. And a crop I'm personally giving a go for the first time is kumara. After attending a workshop we hosted on kumara tipu, and made me consider the whakapapa of food, the importance of kai to the mana of the wakato, and how important it is as a way to build community resilience, particularly during a pandemic when the last place you want to go to is a supermarket. On to transport. This year we established a relationship with the HMS Trust, who you all know as running the settlement centre on Boundary Road here in Kirikiriroa. Together we are helping to get more Hamiltonians on their bikes for climate action, freedom of movement and let's not forget how fun it can be. Our role at GoEco is to rebuild and repair bikes, to provide community education to get more people skilled in repairing bikes and to help facilitate the distribution of donated bikes. The HMS Trust provide adult cycle training so we make a great team. February is going to be a huge month for our transport team. As well as our normal bike hub opening hours, we will have more in-depth workshops to teach the bike ABCs, air brakes and chains. This will also equip people to come on as volunteers for our bike hub, so stay tuned for those dates in the new year. As I mentioned, February is going to be a big month. It's bike month, so we'll also be heading to Love Your Bike Day, uh, participating in the Love to Ride competition, which I'm going to win, and collecting support for our Safe and Healthy Journeys to School campaign. We launched that uh, Safe and Healthy Journeys to School campaign recently, collecting submissions for the Emissions Reduction Plan. But we'll also use that same vision and gather support for other avenues to advocate to put tamariki at the centre of our decision making. GoEco believe that safe and accessible walking and cycling options, multimodal transport, affordable public transport and sustainable urban development should be incorporated into every climate action plan. That's why we're calling for free public transport for all school students from 2023 onwards, commitment to providing safe walking, cycling and scooting routes to and from school by 2025 and funding of school travel coordinators. On our Bike Hub, it's open 10 till 12pm every Thursday and Saturday from the 13th of January. We'd love to see more people using pedal power around the city. If you've got a bike you know needs a repair or service, but you don't have the tools or skills to do it, pop into the Bike Hub, which you'll find in our car park garden, which you access from Kent Street in Frankton. We also fix and rebuild bikes for donation to schools and other groups. So if you have an old bike you don't need, we'd love to take it off your hands and rehome that. Of course, advocacy makes up a large part of our work in transport, and that's lots of reading and writing submissions. But on to enterprise. We're still in the process of getting our cargo bike service up and going, and there's lots of dreaming and scheming happening for new enterprise projects in 2022. But for now, our eco shop has cool and useful products for people and the planet, carefully sourced to help you live more sustainably every day. We do the hard work so you can spend more time gardening, reading or enjoying nature. We also have a growing selection of local art, zines and badges and te reo Māori books to browse. 
It's usually open 10 till 4pm weekdays and 9 till 12 every Saturday and will be from the 5th of January. Our shopping centre will close from the 24th of December to the 5th of January, but our food rescue, as we mentioned earlier, will only close for the actual or observed public holidays. We made really exciting progress in community predator control this year. Predator-free Morrinsville launched uh, in November with a successful working bees and the launch of a trap library, giving people in M-Town access to Motown, access to traps, education and support to trap ro- uh, rats, stoats and possums, and also the establishment of uh, traps in public parks and reserves. Predator-free Matamata launched this year and they're doing incredibly well already too. Well done to Transition Matamata for leading that work. As soon as COVID allows, we'll be getting Bush to Burb set up, which you heard about a few weeks ago when Karen joined us. It will leverage off the success of Mangatauteri to trap in a halo out from there. This protects a spillover of birds out from the maunga who come out from behind the predator-free fence. Kind of what we see in Te Whanganuiatara with the spillover from Zealandia. We sold or donated nearly one sorry 900 traps in the last financial year, so it's awesome to see the uptake increase. Thanks to things like Fight for the Wild, a documentary series, and increased awareness of the need to protect birds with things like Bird of the Year. Our aim, as you would have heard Harvey say last week, is to have one in five houses trapping. It's a big goal, but I think doable. No Christmas tree is complete without a rat trap underneath. Twas the night before Christmas in the garden and house, pest creatures were stirring a stoat and a mouse, a possum, a rat, all the things that aren't good for our native animals and our neighbourhood. The kiwi, the tui and the lovely weka, as well as the pee waka waka and small peka peka, all shivered with fear in their burrows and nests as they feared for their lives because of the pests. But the solution is easy in the season of giving, a gift that keeps all our native birds living. A present that suits the young and the old. A surprise that is quirky and meaningful and bold. At GoEco you'll find it upon a shelf in the shop. A pest trap, the gift that won't be a flop. A pest trap, the gift that ends native birds' plight. Happy Christmas to all and to all a good night. <laughs> you have until 2pm Christmas Eve to get a trap under your tree. Otherwise we'll see you in the new year. Alongside predator control, in fact, they go hand in hand, is gully restoration. We're proud to work with a dozen gully restoration groups to help advocacy and education, from Manga Iti to Waifakareke, Manga Onua to Manga Kotukutuku. The biggest news this year was the funding of four new roles in the Manga Iti Gully in Rototuna with the government's Jobs for Nature Fund. It's a huge boost to conservation and restoration in the city, and we're really proud to be sorting them, uh, supporting them as an employer. The team are four are already off to a great start, so I'm looking forward to sharing their progress with you in the new year. Project Echo had a boost this year as more people discovered the Peka Peka Tauroa due to its controversial inclusion in the Bird of the Year to Nui Ototo. Yes, we have bats in Kirikiriroa. Their biggest threats are developmental habitat loss and predators, so an important part of our work is education and advocacy. We'll have bat tours planned for 2022, so again, stay posted for those dates. We'll also need help bat monitoring in February and March, so if you're keen to volunteer, I'll do a call out soon, or make sure you like the Project Echo Facebook page. 
I don't have time to cover all of our projects, uh, but that was a taster of uh, some of the things that have been happening and we're celebrating for 2021 as we look ahead to 2022. Of course, you can find out more on our website, goeco.org.nz. Kei te whakarongo mai, kwehi puna kōrero. This is a show hosted by Go Eco Wakato. Go Eco Wakato Environment Centre are a not-for-profit environment hub with biodiversity, kai, transport and enterprise projects. You can find out more about our work on social media, Go Eco Wakato, by heading to our website, goeco.org.nz, or better yet, popping in for a visit, 188 Commerce Street, Frankton, Kirikiriroa, Hamilton, Wakato. Join us again next week for a new episode, but make sure you follow or subscribe to Hipuna Korero on your favourite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. Kia pai tora iho ama, meri kirimiti mina mihi o titou. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.